Welcome to Reading to Kids podcast. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Peyton. And we're here to read to you or with you. We know that sometimes moms and dads don't always have the time or the motivation to read to their kids each night, and we know how important it is. So, on those nights that you're not in the mood, we're going to do it for you. Can't wait to read with you. Good job, Peyton. High five. If you guys just only knew how many times we paused to fart in this podcast, you'd think there was something wrong with us. All right, let's get to the business. This is book number four by Pseudonymous Dosh, the secret series. Bosh! Bosh, Pseudonymous Bosh. Gee, many Christmas. Not Dosh. Sorry, all all these farts would get into my brain. (laughs) This book isn't what it looks like. Secret series by Subodonymous. Bosh. Book number? Uh, four. And this is the longest book of the whole series. Not by far. I think the other one, I think this book is not good for you. It's like within a couple pages of this one. But I think if you guys are, want, are wanting AR points, this is the one that will give you the most AR points. Imagine it gives you five. No, I think it gives you like... Eleven. Something like that. Like eight, nine, and one of them gives you eleven, I think. You guys can Google google um ar points and then put pseudonymous bosch secret series okay chapter one after the author's note and the silly gilly stuff chapter oh it says nope this is not chapter wait a minute oh oh, this is getting kooky again oh my gosh okay so first it starts with chapter 10 here we go again we're gonna start off confusing deep asleep all right, it's called Deep Asleep. Is that what it is? Goat? No, it's not Deep Asleep. It's called Goat Goat. Oh wait, Sorry, oh. another chapter. That. All right, that's right. How shall I put this? I must choose my words carefully. I know, I know how you are, always ready to jump on my mistakes. Somewhere, at some time, a girl walked down a road. I say somewhere, not because this was a secret although it is. I say some time, not because when is the secret, although it is. I say a girl because her name is a secret. Her name is not a secret, although it is. No, I use these words because the girl herself did not know where she was, or when, or who. She had woken standing up with her eyes open. It was a very strange sensation like materializing out of nowhere. Do you know what that means? Hmm. Like where you just like poosh, vanish into thin air and you're here. You don't know how you got there. You just like materialized, like came to be there. Her fingers and toes tingled. The tips of her ears burned. Whether from the heat or the cold, she wouldn't have been able to say. Sunspots lingered in her eyes, blurring her vision. But when she looked up, she saw that there was no sun. The cloud, the sky was cloudy. Had she fainted? Did she have a concussion? She knew that confusion and blurred vision were symptoms of a concussion, but she couldn't remember how she knew that. She touched her head, but she found no injury. Gradually, the sunspots disappeared and her vision cleared. She looked around. She had no idea where she was. She seemed to be in the countryside, but of what country wasn't immediately apparent. She 
There were fields of either to either side of her, but they were dry and empty. Trees dotted the landscape, but in no obvious pattern. There were no signs of life. Be systematic, she told herself. If you retrace your steps, you'll figure out where you are. But she couldn't remember a thing. Had that happened before? But had she couldn't remember a thing that had happened before she was where she was. It was as if she'd been born a moment ago. Who am I? The realization that she didn't even know her own name came over her belatedly, like a chill you don't notice until you see your breath clouding in the air. She felt uneasy, but not exactly frightened. Real amnesia, she knew, although she couldn't remember how she knew it, was exceedingly rare. Most likely, her memory would return in a moment. She decided the best thing was to walk. Walking was not easy. There were no signs or street lights to guide the way. The road was not paved, and it was riddled with rocks and tree roots and mud holes. She stumbled more than once, but she trudged forward. What else was there to do? An hour passed, maybe two, or was it less? She didn't see anyone else until she did. Ahead of her, just a few feet on the road, a little boy was climbing a big tree like a cat. He made his way on all fours out on a long branch like a cat. He got stuck. Father, father. His cries grew, cries grew louder, but nobody came. I wonder if he'll recognize me, the girl thought. He could be my little brother for all I know. Don't worry, I'll get you down, she shouted. If the boy heard her, he showed no sign. Father, he kept yelling. An old hemp rope lie beneath the tree. The remains of a swing. The girl picked it up and then automatically started climbing the old and twisted tree trunk as if it were the natural thing to do, as if she had rescued many other children before. Remember the, tr- the three-point rule, she told herself, but she couldn't remember how she knew that. You shouldn't climb trees if you're too scared to climb down, she said. When she came close to the boy, he ignored her, continuing to yell for his father. It certainly didn't seem as though he recognized her. Are you deaf? I'm trying to help. The boy's shirt, a little more than a rag, had caught on a branch. As soon as the girl started to untangle him, the boy jumped in fright and almost fell out of the tree. She gripped him tight. Be careful! She screamed, Goat! Goat! At least that's what it sounded like. Calm down, you're okay. She gave him a pat of reassurance, but his cries only grew louder and more hysterical. I'll get you down, no problem. Expertly, she tried. She tied the rope to the tree. A bunt line, hitch knot, she remembered the, what the knot was called, but she couldn't remember how she knew the name. She tugged the boy's shirt collar. He clung to the tree branch, refusing to move. Goat, goat. Is there a goat down there? It's what, is that what's scaring you? Don't worry, it won't hurt you. Goats don't eat people. Tin cans, tennis balls maybe, but not little boys. Usually, not usually anyways. She smiled back to show that she was joking, but he did not smile back. Eventually, she coaxed him down by gently placing his hands on the rope, then forcibly pushing him off of the branch. Pretends it's a fire pole, she called to him. He probably doesn't know what a fire pole is if it's like way back in a long time ago, you know? He slid down the rope, a look of terror on his face. As soon as his feet hit the ground, the boy bolted. You're welcome, said the girl under her breath. 
In the distance, a man, presumably the boy's father, waited. He wore a plumed hat, a dark vest, a big with big bellowing sleeves. He looked like a musketeer. He must be an actor, thought the girl. Maybe there's a theater nearby. The boy was still crying about the goat as he jumped into his father's arms. The girl waved, but the man didn't acknowledge her. Gee, people are really friendly around here, thought the girl. Shaking her head, she returned to the road and stopped right into a puddle. She grunted in annoyance. As she took the water off of her foot, she looked curiously at the puzzle. The muddy water reflection, blue sky... No, puddle. You said puzzle. Oh, I did? Oh, sorry. The muddy water reflected blue sky and clouds of silver and flocks of birds passing by. There was only one reflection she could not see but her own. Not a goat, she thought. A ghost. Oh, she was a ghost. Interesting. Look, this is the picture. She's a ghost. Interesting. So it's like her spirit. Creepy. Okay, very interesting chapter one. I mean, very interesting first introductory chapters is actually chapter 10. Oh, very nice. Okay, guys, see you next chapter.